It's the beginning of the millennium, and the internet is starting to pick up speed. You can go online and see a video of the Star Wars Kid, or HomestarRunner.com and Ebombs World and other Flash sites. But one site came along and changed all that, for better or for worse. An empire of a website whose name is now synonymous with online video. And this week, we're going to cover it. That's right, it's YouTube.com. How Star Wars is it? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good Hello. morning, class. Good morning, class. Attention, please. Let's call <laughs> Eyes roll. on the board. Uh, sweeties here. Listeners here. <laughs> well, hello, Mike. Hi, Josiah. We're also here. We're the hosts yes, of this of show. The, of the class, which We're is a podcast called How Star Wars Is It? We That's are right. some at some point uh, over the, the course of time, we will have reviewed on a scale of one to ten every topic any anything any movie any tv show any book any concept mm -hmm. any person any celebrity yeah we did um, we did a couple people for the first time last week that's right um and and we give them a score mm -hmm. of 1 to 10 Right. But of how Star Wars they are. We're not saying like, okay, how good is no. uh, the movie The Matrix or how no. um, good is a pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, we're only concerned with the quality. Wait, crap. We're only concerned with the quantity of Star Wars, not the quality of the thing. That's what we do here in How Star Wars Is It. Uh, yeah. We compare everything to the platonic ideal of Star Wars, the 10 out of 10, everything Star Wars combined. You get the drift. This is our 101st episode, yeah. baby. How'd you oh, like man, those 100 fuck. things? We should what? have made our episode be about Dalmatians. Ah, damn should it. we cut bait altogether and just start over? <laughs> we could, or we could do 102 Dalmatians next week because there is a sequel. <laughs> We maybe maybe at the end of the episode we can just do a real quick gut check of how Star oh, yeah. Wars we think Dalmatians are. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, if if you listen week by week and you're hearing us now after last week, we thank you so much for returning to the podcast after yeah. we did a, an episode that was two and a half plus hours long, where we literally just listed a hundred different things and then um, gave them all a two <laughs> and gave them all a two. What do you think, like a two? But uh, this week our topic is YouTube. Yes, the company, the website, the platform for video. This and is sort of a spiritual sequel to a past episode we did on Netflix. Yes. Large internet video platform. And and just hold on. Hold, we're going to do CBS All Access. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do all Amazon Prime. We'll yeah. get there. We'll do CISO. We will not do Peacock. No, we won't do Peacock. We are CISO stands and we refuse yeah. to recognize Peacock. Yeah. You know how like, you know, it's like a, a it's an, it's a, you know, we're... <laughs> Not to get political, uh, but we're like you know we're like the Trump the Trump uh, supporters who refuse to recognize that Peacock is the new NBC streaming service, and we oh, still see. want CISO. I see what you're going for here. I would like to say though that in no way, shape, or form are we like Trump supporters. Yeah, I'll probably just cut everything that I just said, <laughs> but now I can't because it's funny that I right. said that. Oh well. Um, we will do Quibi. Okay, we will do so, Quibi. Um, anyway, today is YouTube, um, which of course is is different from all those other platforms because it's about broadcasting yourself and it's also <laughs> you know it's different i think it's got had a different start right because most of the streaming platforms that we think of began because they wanted to stream original content or content that they had licensed right. or you know whatever youtube began because someone was like what if you could put up literally whatever video you want and there's yeah, one place fact, where you can go to for all of them i have the wikipedia up and um one of the founders this i'm just reading verbatim from wiki here for so one one moment um uh kareem uh jawed kareem one of the founders said the inspiration for youtube first came from janet jackson's role in 2004 super bowl <gasps> incident where her breast was exposed during her performance and later no. from the 2004 indian ocean tsunami 
Kareem uh, could not easily find video clips of either event online, which led to the idea of a video sharing site. So, you know, wow. like, obviously there was video of things like that on the news, but, um, sure. you know, up close and personal or people who happen to be fortunately either like TiVoing or filming their TV screen when Janet Jackson's mm-hmm. quote unquote wardrobe malfunction happened. Like, do you remember, do you remember that? Cause I remember that. I, I was do. At, In fact, I, was at, I remember yeah. then afterwards, my dad and my sister both missed it, but my mom and I were both like, <laughs> I was at a Super Bowl party, a church Super Bowl party at a, fr- at like a, a yeah, a friend of the ch- like one of the churches, uh, and uh, I remember seeing it and not realizing that something weird had happened because to me it just sort of looked like a uh, a white blob that was kind of shiny, and right. I just kind of caught because I think I didn't really know what had happened, right? And it wasn't until later that I realized what happened. But also, wow, wait. I'm really proud of Kareem for really outing himself as a real perv, uh, <laughs> saying like, "Yeah, I wanted to look up Janet Jackson's right. bare That thing everyone boobie. was talking about, I missed it, and then there was no way for me to see it again. And I really you know wanted funny? to see it. We've been watching. I've this is actually now my third time watching through this series, which is fucking criminal. But um, there's a show that was on cable on some network, and now the seasons of it are on Netflix called Skin Wars, and it's Ugh. like. It's like um, uh, Project Runway or Drag Race kind of show, but with body painting. Oh, um, yeah, okay, I think I remember that. The people, the women on that, like, have to wear, like, pasties, which is, like, yes. kind of funny because it's just, like, it's so... Um, we now know exactly what the line is for television yeah. censorship, you know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah, like, yeah. the Janet Jackson thing was, like, silvery, and it, like, went with her outfit, yeah. and, like, sure, it's network TV, and it is the Super Bowl, but, like, it really fucking sucks how, like, blacklisted she was after oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then Especially... basically every Super Bowl halftime show after that for, like, a decade was, like, a band old. from the 60s who yeah. is now in their 80s. <laughs> yeah, old old white men. Yeah. Uh, also, it sucked how Justin Timberlake didn't get any. Yeah. Uh, like, he was right. there, too. and was He was arguably the perpetrator. Yeah, arguably <laughs> his fault. But um, so we're talking about YouTube, and that and is. And speaking did, of 2004 remember... and YouTube, here's another fun detail that we talked about, in fact, a little bit yes. before the show. But, like, something that really launched its relevance and its legitimacy was people having recorded versions you know from again like from TiVo or from like I don't do we even have phones that recorded video I guess not really I don't think at that time I'm thinking like digital camcorder or TiVo of SNL in 2004 the night that uh Andy Samberg and Chris Parnell's Lazy Sunday aired yeah people like just posted their own bootleg version of that online and it wasn't like the culture now where YouTube immediately blocks something if it's you know a copyright thing and obviously now SNL posts their own videos online, but at the time it was just like the Wild West, and so many people like ran to YouTube to watch this funny video that they heard about. So, so I didn't listen to anything you just said because I was busy <laughs> uh, going down a quick rabbit hole trying to remember this movie because uh, you asked if we had video on phones back then, and I don't think we did, but I was trying to remember because there is a 2004 film called Cellular, Oh, I thought you were going to say Cloverfield. <laughs> that my, I remember my parents really dug. And who's in it? You, well, let me tell you. It's uh, Chris Evans as a little baby boy. Oh. Uh, Jason Statham, Kim Bas- Basinger, Basinger, I can't remember how to say her name, and Jessica Biel. So, like, you got, it's got some names. Um, what's the plot of the movie? Essentially, the plot. <laughs> Essentially, the plot of the movie is that Chris Evans has a cell phone. <laughs> like, it's well, that that's got- like, a, what was the thing that we were covering that. Oh, uh, Scream. Yes. Where, yes, where the, the cel- police like, officer is like, son, what are you doing with a cellular telephone? Yeah, or like a digital <laughs> camera, Mission Impossible yeah. 2. Yeah, essentially the plot is that Chris Evans has a cell phone, uh, and it's like a fancy one, and so like this woman gets kidnapped or something and like calls his number randomly, and so he's like trying to save her and stuff. And then like a, a pivotal plot moment that I remember was that he was able to video something on his phone at the end, but no, no, no. According to the plot synopsis, he simply copied the video onto his cell phone, which they didn't, the bad guy didn't know that you could do that with cell phones back then. And I just, like, I really want to find this movie now because it seems like such a a cultural artifact of, like, someone being like, hey, you know what's crazy? Cell phones. Let's make a whole movie about it. 
But anyway, it's funny that you said like an artifact of this time because in a similar way, like Josie and the Pussycats was like, oh, I like this is making me remember being a kid just because yeah. of all the like fashion and stuff. I'm I'm looking up now just like culture from 2004. Dude, um, that's what I was gonna. Okay, that was the so so something we we were we were sort of talking about this before we started recording. But the um like, do you remember early YouTube like before it was? Only sort of a standardized bit because of course oh. when my friend and I in high school made the viral hit Calculus Rhapsody that was 2009 mm. so before yes. then there was not nearly what there is now but um you know people will still comment today on that video and they're like oh wow this is back when YouTube was like about the you of YouTube you know it's like any yes. schmuck could put something on the internet absolutely there was like i like oh man Early YouTube was wild, and even after Google first got it, because that was 2006, I think you said earlier, was when uh-huh. Google bought it. Like, I remember. So that was a mm, how old would I have been? Junior high, like 12, 13, right? When when this was all starting. Yeah, yeah, right. And before so, like, starting high school. Man, if you were like a if like this might get too personal, but like if you were like a Christian boy who <laughs> felt bad about you know directly looking up bad things, um, sexy things <laughs> on the internet, you could really go click around on YouTube and not really Google anything bad and find some pretty hot girls showing <laughs> some cleavage, baby. Dude, the, the like videos on the internet at the time was such a like weird thing. That was back in the day where like if you ever went to any website that wasn't like on a list of 10 approved yeah. websites, it was just assumed you'd get a virus. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And like, uh, like I know, like I was just like, somehow my parents were aware of E-bombs world and I just wasn't allowed to go on it at home. And so whenever I was at friends houses, we would always go on E-bombs world and I'd be like, Oh, I'm on like a, like a bad site. But of yeah. course it was just like, it, it was bad in the sense that like, there's no regulations and people are yeah. just making like crazy fucked up shit. But it was like, kind of like, it was kind of like the, I mean, it sort of felt like the precursor to Reddit in a way. Yeah. Right. It's right. just like a yeah, dumping like ground of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's not as, or, it wasn't as organized as Reddit, but like, yeah, I, I never, I didn't even know about E-bombs world. It was one of those things that I learned about afterwards that then like, I realized some of the stuff I did see had been from yeah. that. And I, I had the same experience where when I go sleep over at friends' houses and like junior high and stuff, the, I, we would just watch these like, not like pornographic, but just filthy videos that were like perverted. And it wasn't yeah, por- it wasn't right. porn, but it was like these are. And I would always be like, oh, I feel it was like the maximum of like this is PG thirteen, this is PG thirteen, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, there were also like uh, something we were we were talking about Homestar Runner before this, which we need to cover yeah. eventually. But YouTube also kind of came in and killed the fun little flash animation right. website business yeah, that totally. a lot of people had, which was sad because that those were so like so once again a cultural artifact. Yeah, like you go to a website for their content as opposed to like one central platform where just like everybody makes their own stuff. It was very very strange back then. I I have a list here up right now of like. Just things from 2004. Top okay. 10 movies. Any guesses? I mean, I can oh, just rattle these off because we're going to play a game I'm gonna later. I'm going to say but, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Um, I don't know when that actually came no, out. No, but weirdly, uh, there are a handful of things on here that are topics that we have covered on the show. <laughs> oh, dang. Matrix 3. I don't know when any of these movies uh, came no, out. Actually, Spider-Man you know I'll just, 2. No, I'll just read them off. Spider-Man 2 okay. is one of them. <laughs> yes! The first Spider-Man 2, the Raimi Spider-Man 2. Okay, yeah, so yeah, going yeah. in descending one. order, uh, the top 10 movie, according to Box Office Mojo of 2004, Polar Express, <laughs> followed by number nine, a Hosui topic, of course, National Treasure. <gasps> Amazing. Then The Bourne Supremacy, The oh, Day yeah, After yeah. Tomorrow, Harry oh, yeah. Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Sure. The Incredibles. Okay. And then we are now in the top four. Number four movie of 2004, according to Box Office Mojo, was Meet the Fockers. <laughs> <laughs> Even weirder, sort of. Number three was Passion of the Christ. No. The number two movie of 2004 was Spider-Man 2. And Great. the number one movie of 2004, we covered it in last week's episode. Any Shrek. guesses? Shrek 2. Shrek. Shrek 2. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I That's fantastic. One of my favorite things to do, I, That that's an exaggeration, but a really fun thing to do. <laughs> Uh, is is going back and looking at uh, uh, like Academy Award nominees 
or like Tony Award nominees or yeah. even winners, like even winners for shows and movies. And I think like top 10 lists is probably also in that category because like going back and yeah. being like, which what of these are still relevant? And like a lot in that list yeah, definitely right. is. But like meet the fuckers who gives a shit. And like, uh, you know, sadly, <laughs> sadly, National Treasure is no longer in the cultural zeitgeist. And Polar Express is only there as people remember it because it was scary because of Tom, yeah, uh, Tom Hanks's scary eyes. Yeah, right. This also this list that I'm on is just some like random ass website, but it also has like number one hits by like week of the year or whatever. And it's not like every week, but it includes things like Hey Ya by Outcast, Yeah sure. by Ushering uh, by Usher featuring Lil John and Ludacris, Burn okay. by Usher. Amazing. Uh, Confessions Part Two by Usher. Uh, Usher was really, really, uh, Usher was really killing it that, that My that Boo year. by Usher featuring Alicia yeah. Keys. And yeah, Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg featuring Pharrell. Wow. Have you ever um, have you ever found the number one movie on the day you were born? I think it's Silence of the Lambs for me. That's For some scary. reason I remember that, and that's like my favorite movie. Or maybe I'm thinking of the movie that won the Oscar the year I was born, because I have looked that up before. So mine, apparently, I, on this website that I just went to, number one movie on when I was born was apparently Wayne's World. So that's oh. fun. Sort of a... Uh, you know, I, I could see how that the myths of my rising sign maybe is like Wayne's World. <laughs> Number one song. Hey, listeners, we're just doing this right now. Oh, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Oh, <laughs> oh. Wow. I think that's uh, yes, going to be right. my rising Silence of the sign. Lambs was the number one movie on my birthday. Wow, we're just this is fun. Which is funny because it is in my like top five favorite movies. Maybe never seen it. Was too scared, and now I don't think maybe it probably is 10. scary. But I probably hey, should watch it. Hey, you know what? Speaking of what? scary and and our birthdays, um, we're talking about YouTube this week. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk. We, we talked about old YouTube. What is YouTube yeah. now? Yeah. Well, and and just another little quick thing about old YouTube was just that like, I have a video from back right. then. Calculus Rhapsody. And weirdly, it still gets me. And which, of course, me is me and my best friend from high school who doesn't really reap any of the benefits. Not like I'm reaping a whole lot of benefits, but um. If I were to choose, I could really start making YouTube happen because I have so many subscribers, almost all entirely from that video from 2009. So I just want to I just want to share with the class. Um, if you Google uh, Calculus Rhapsody, it'll give you like, you know, even your search bar before you even push enter. It'll say Calculus yeah. like you can go down. It says song by Mike Gospel and Phil Kirk, which is great. Yeah. And then if you go to the YouTube video itself. It is uh, uploaded on May twenty second, two thousand nine, and Mike, yeah. how many views do you ha- do you think you have right now? Because I have it. I know up right it's now. over three million. That's right. You've got this is fun right now, actually. Currently, at the time of this recording, you've got three million five hundred fifty five thousand five hundred fifty five views. Oh wow! So it's three and then six fives. Yeah, three and six fives. And uh, what else we got? We got uh, 204,000 likes to only two thousand nine hundred dislikes. That's a pretty good ratio. And uh, the most recent comment was one week ago. And it's the same thing that people always said, which is like, what are, what are these guys are up to now? Yeah, which, of course, we then made a video within the last, like, year that answered exactly that. And then also, like, <laughs> my most recent video as of this recording, which I actually, I do plan on making some new ones here in the new year. So, like, really funny and fortuitous that we're talking about YouTube today. But um, my most recent video was from something like September or, or October of 2020. And there's only mm-hmm. a couple comments on it, and like at least two of them are like, "When are you gonna do another calculus video?" And Amazing. "When are you gonna sing with Phil again?" <laughs> it's like, Ever- hey, dude, you guys, we did that once, and I've got at least twenty other videos of like stop motion animations I made in college, and like yeah. other weird shit that I've done throughout the years. Like, it's it, it is a classic. <laughs> Uh, it's a classic example of the internet where people only want you to do one thing. Like, yes, you can't exactly. Do... Which that makes sense, and that is very Star Wars. Yes, 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 yes. Like uh, once yeah. we found out there there are other Rodians, and it's not just Greedo. We learned mm. that Rodians All of them have are a predilection hunters. toward being bounty hunters. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, like. So I, I we're, we're both like pretty into like, you know, into varying degrees of YouTube today. Right. And I've gone through mm-hmm. I, I feel like I kind of came like, you know, we both our generation millennials in general, especially mm-hmm. people who were plugged in back then 
we grew up with YouTube and YouTube kind of matured with us. Right. Like I remember when Rhett and Link were just like making funny videos. Yeah. And, you know, now they're one of the bigger uh, like just entertainment like companies. Yeah. You know, it's funny. They're friends I was with Jimmy Hot Fallon. Ones today and I watched the yeah. episode that Rhett and Link were on. I remember when Rhett and Link had this weird breakout IFC TV show. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. It was fucking great. The It was the local commercials one, yes. I think, right? Yeah. yeah. They had so much weird, very specific stuff back then, and I haven't watched them in, in years now. They're, but. they're like a more approachable and sort of like, I don't know if they are Christian, but they give me major Christian vibes. It's wholesome, um, right? It's wholesome. Yeah, like wholesome and approachable version of like Tim and Eric. Yeah. So, like they're yes, like random. Yeah. <laughs> they're random. They're so random. That's like, yeah. you know, it's why they're fan. And it's also, it's interesting too, because people who were big back then have these like weird holdovers from back then because there was a there was a time in like 2006 to 2010 where like it was cool and fun to be random and so you mm-hmm. calling your fan base the mythical beasts right. is like funny and cool and like now it's 2021 yeah. and they're still like mythical beasts and it's like what right why that's really and- stupid we have a cool mature name the <laughs> sweeties <laughs> yeah exactly but um yeah, I remember, like, you know, we I, I watched YouTube, go, like, growing up, and there were, like, channels I really liked that I followed. And nowadays, I, like, I have a couple channels that I keep track of that it's yeah. almost like, like I almost watch them more frequently than I do really any TV show. Because it's Me kind too. of like appointment weekly viewing where most of the channel, like, Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, like, anything the McRae brothers post, like... Uh, if Jenny Nicholson would ever post a damn video again. <laughs> I know. She's having a hard time with like algorithm and blocking and stuff, I think. That sucks. But yeah, like th- there, it's almost like appointment viewing where I'll, I'll, you know, every week I'll be like, all right, let's go ahead and see who's, all right, yep, let's watch that. Yeah, one who are some of, you named, you named some of them, but do you have others that come to mind? Like I'm those trying, video what, essay people I love. Yeah, well, see, and you've been kind of giving, you've been kind of getting me into, because you've been sending yeah. me some stuff and I've been watching a couple more of those recently, but I haven't found specific channels that I really go to a lot. Um, My go-tos for those are Patrick H. Willems, who I think is fucking great. Um, And I love Wisecrack, and I love um, Movies with Mikey. Mm -hmm. His shit is so funny. It's, it's, again, it's similar, um, like, content-wise, that it is... um, like breakdowns of movies and like why they work or don't work and like what went into making them or whatever. But his editing is so fucking funny and like insane. Like he's, he's just like a really funny guy. And like, I love when people can edit comedy. Yeah. It's so nice. (laughs) The, uh, yeah. The ones that's like Drew Gooden and Danny Gonzalez, who are both like vine, vine stars turned YouTubers. Um, Uh Jane Nicholson. I love her. She hasn't put, she hasn't posted much recently. Some, some newer ones. Like I get so interested in like YouTube culture, even though I don't know anything about it. And Mm -hmm. there's a newer guy who's been doing stuff for a little while named D'Angelo Wallace. And he's definitely like Gen Z. But he makes really well edited, really in depth, like video essays about um, like the Paul brothers and like Shane Dawson, and it's stuff that like I have no concept of. But then mm. I find myself watching an hour long video, and I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like the and um, another new one. Well, not, she's not new, but Swell Entertainment is one I've been watching recently, and she does sort of like si- sort of similar like video essay kind of things, but mm-hmm. about. Uh, various topics like she covered Quibi a lot and the death of Quibi. Oh, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I don't know. And and you have what, you, there's a lot. There's, there's a couple other ones Star Wars ones too. that you watch yeah, too, the, right? The Star Wars Explained is the one that I tune into like just about every day. At the very least, every week they do a Q and A episode. But like, I just like watching his stuff to like keep up with Star Wars shit without having to like read it all. However, I actually just I'm still in the middle of reading the Empire Strikes Back um, from a certain point of view collection. But I just got the new novel that like kicked off the high republic era which is all done through publishing right now um so i'm excited to read that but um i'm trying to think of others pop culture detective just right Mm -hmm. there's uh, lessons from the screenplay like there's a lot of like writing uh breakdown people there's a lot of like music theory breakdown people who are great there's like yes weird like it's it's crazy how much money there is now in YouTube you know like um yeah this corridor so this digital us- like those guys like started by making like cool special effects videos and now all of a sudden they're like an actual Hollywood entity like yeah uh, defunct land or hot ones or like a lot of these like Bon Appetit test kitchen like a lot of yeah. these became like 
like television channels, mm-hmm. you know, or, or they or they you know transition their YouTube success into other things. Uh, right. One more quick channel that I that I've watched a little bit of and I want to watch more of is, is Sarah Zed, and she does some interesting like internet culture breakdowns and stuff too. But yeah, like one of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, Dungeons and Daddies, which is one of my favorite like D and D podcasts right now. Yeah, isn't they're Freddie all... Wong on that? Yes, Freddie yeah. Wong, who I didn't know was famous, quote unquote. Yeah, before before this, but he was like he's had several different like lifeline times of fame yeah. where, he, where he started out basically going viral on YouTube for Guitar right. Hero. Yeah, and yeah. then like and like the Mario Kart in real life video mm-hmm. was another one he worked on. And then they did he he and the his like sort of company did video game high school, which was like this short lived show. And like all those guys now do this great podcast. But the thing that kind of got us talking about doing an ep, uh, or we were just talking about YouTube in general, and then we were like, let's just do an episode on it. It's because we're both, I think, fairly fascinated by the creator culture and the fact that like these people can can make some if you can consistently get views you like, make oh my God. serious there's, money there's a guy who his stuff will come across my shit every so often because of my financial like personal finance nerdery as well as mm. like bitcoin is kind of like a hot topic for me right at the very moment um oh fuck he, yeah dude <laughs> i wish i understood bitcoin i know i do too and i feel like a douchebag even just saying it out loud but um, no i bought a bitcoin well I, that's not true i bought like 0.004 percent uh-huh. of a bitcoin one time and i was like i'm gonna invest and yeah, then right. i immediately was like no i'm, 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 I'm gonna, gonna sell it <laughs> um but this dude his name is andre jick and he like i think started by again like sort of like the youtube thing of like you put something on the internet yeah um and he would do like magic trick tutorials and like magic trick reveals or whatever and then eventually he like parlayed that into a personal finance and like financial independence kind of videos and he now has like a million subscribers and just makes money hand over fist and the reason i know that is because he did a video of like how much money i made this year to just sort of show people like if you if you want to do YouTube and you get the type of following, here's how you make the money. And uh, I mean, he makes like an ungodly amount of money. Yeah. It's something like what? Like like hundreds of thousands of dollars per video sometimes, like depending, Um, or tens of thousands of dollars. I don't know if it's necessarily per video, but like with a million subscribers and a regular schedule, I think he does like two videos a week. He's making something like six figures a month. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like the, just um, from ad revenue, that's not even touching all of his other influencer, you know, shit. Yeah, it's truly wild, and it's very strange that like YouTuber became a career, and that's like something that oh, that like people aspire to be kind of yeah. you know and like i would there there was a time when i was like man i'm gonna start editing videos or i want to do this like video game streaming thing and like i've never had the money or means to like actually get something set up to make that happen yeah and i don't know if i'd even want to now but it's just so strange because it's a it's a website where you can deliberately set out to make money or you can post some stupid thing of a bunch of like like you know of a bunch of raccoons getting fed hot dogs or something right. and then it's just like has a million views and you don't really make money from it cuz you kind of didn't set it up yeah, to make right. money exactly cuz you guys weren't making money from Calculus Rhapsody for a long, long time. Not until like maybe a year or two ago because for at the time when we posted it so so here's some behind the scenes we used a a Bohemian Rhapsody karaoke track that we just like bought on iTunes for a dollar, which of course, when you buy a song, you don't buy the rights to it. Sure. You just buy the playing of it. And uh, so we then recorded all of our own shit over the top of it. And then, uh, you know, posted the video because it was a class assignment. And then, you know, within the next year or two, it kind of blew up and there was like, we got an email. And of course, a decade plus ago, monetization was a different thing than it is now. Um, But the email at the time was like, hey, you could make some money on this. Here's how you do it. And then one of the caveats was like, if any part of the video is something that you don't uh, technically own, we will take your video down. Yeah. (laughs) And so we were like, let's just not worry about it. We like that it's getting views and that people are seeing it. We think that's cool. And then, like, years later now, it's like someone pointed out to me, like, you should be monetizing that. And I was like, no, nah, that's not allowed. And they were like, I think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, looked it up and it was like, oh, yeah, no, you can monetize it. We won't take it down unless, like, you get in trouble from the rights holder. And, like, within 
Oh, and that's the, that was the other thing that, that tipped me off. There was an ad running before the video for a long time. And I was like, I'm not getting any of that. That yeah. sucks. And then I was like, oh, that's because EMI Music Group, the rights holders to Queen's catalog, was making money on it. And so yeah. when I said like, oh yeah, sure, monetize. It was like, okay, you have a copyright claim from like fucking Queen but yeah. like we'll give you some of it and i was like sounds good <laughs> sounds good to me chief what are, so so to change gears a little bit away from money talk but before we go to the break yeah is there anything like cuz like one of my favorite things and and also i don't know how you know I, we did a little bit of star wars comparison about yeah, how you know, can only we should be probably one hit thing a couple more things before the break i agree yeah let's do Let's do that first before I ask my question. Oh, 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 okay. It's probably it's it's ubiquitous. It's worldwide. It's a digital interface. It's a digital interface. You can only uh, it, it's probably the most recognizable one. I would say, like of all streaming platforms, even though, even though they don't really do YouTube branded original content anymore. R.I.P. Right. YouTube Red. Red Tube. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slash then that then became YouTube Premium. Uh, which you can still get, but they don't make the original stuff anymore. Let's see. There's there's a lot of Star Wars stuff on it. Oh, sure. Uh, Lots of Star Wars stuff on it. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? You know, the chili, the Star Wars chili, includes anything that is Star Wars, which, which yeah. to a large degree includes, like, fan-made shit. Yeah, and it's like, like Star Wars And, like, basically all on YouTube. It's either a podcast or it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, there's there is a, a a meme that goes around uh, of like the the someone trying to hit a guy with a lightsaber. It's like the picture, and he has it. He blocks it behind his back, and it's just a still image of that. Mm. And every like year or so, someone realizes that that kid is Griffin McElroy uh, oh. from the McElroy <laughs> brothers, and it's from a video that they did in like high school. Yeah, uh, for like their student council thing that went like right. viral. Well, and, yeah, and like the Star Wars kid video was mm-hmm. like so big. So it is. It is part of the chili. So that's that's points. Yeah, um, they have a similar taste at the very least. It's it is a platform that encompasses a lot of things. So there's so much stuff in YouTube that's not Star Wars that it probably wouldn't taste like Star Wars if you tasted that's YouTube true. by itself. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and like it's following its like growth trajectory. Uh, as mm. we kind of did. It started out as this weird Wild West thing that was like a couple guys had a really crazy idea. And, it and set then the people precedent. were like, I don't know. And then eventually everyone talks about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it was the a new technology, a new way of using technology, mm-hmm. I should say, right. that sort of started a new era of entertainment. Yeah. And everything that came after it really wanted to be YouTube. Like everything. That's true. And that and ooh 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 now youtube wants to be the other things because like youtube wishes it could be netflix That's and true. it did for a while and so it's sort of similar how uh, everything star wars kind of wishes it was marvel now yes 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 my <laughs> yeah. my my extended metaphor about how you know they go back the ororororos yeah <laughs> so that's yeah i mean it's got some points for sure it's not a it's not a 2 i mean maybe no. it's a 2 i don't know no i think it's higher than a 2 <laughs> we'll get there uh, real quick before we go to the break, I want to ask you, what's like your best? What's what's your favorite like YouTube rabbit hole you've gone down where you're just mm. like you keep clicking the recommended and oh, you're like, how did I get here? Because um, I I have one that actually changed my like life in a silly way because it introduced me to K-pop. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't have a really good answer. It's more just like I find a video from a channel and then I like it and then I watch like a lot of other videos from that channel or whatever. But like so what's never, your K-pop story? You've never like somehow ended up watching like 10 dissociative identity Oh, alter, oh, you know like, what? I have a great before. answer for this. It is sort of what I just said, but the thing was um, Rube Goldberg machines and yeah. dominoes. Like yeah. there's this woman, I think she started when she was like 16 or something, but she is a professional YouTuber and has like hundreds of thousands of dominoes and basically dominoes built her house. You know, like she bought a house with her Amazing. YouTube money from dominoes and like she makes these just fucking elaborate domino runs and like she's worked for like Katy Perry and the Tonight Show and a bunch of celebrities now too. I think she did video for um or like setups for that movie that will smith was in that it was like oh fuck what was that movie he had like guardian angel people it was from somewhat recently hancock no i can't remember but um damn it uh she's great and and at the time i 
it was just like every day I would come home yeah. and watch Domino videos. And I was living with Allie at the time, my sister. And she was like, oh my God, are you watching more Domino's? And I was like, come here, come here, come here. Look at this. And she was like, yeah, it is cool. But like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I love that so much. But mine was somehow by watching like different McElroy brother animations and like uh-huh. fan animations and stuff. I somehow ended up. Like, because people will like take their voices and put them into different songs and all sorts of stuff. I somehow ended up in one where uh, it was like a K-pop song where they had put in Griffin's voice saying "boy" or something into uh-huh. the song where every time they said "boy," and then I was like, "I think I might like the I was song." Like, what's, what's K-pop? And so then I like kept going and being like, I knew what K-pop was, but I was like, "Who's this band?" And so then I was like, look, looking at all these girls' generation videos, and then and then I stumbled across like there's a bunch of videos that are just edits of like members of K-pop groups speaking English. Um, because like they always have at least one person that's like fluent, um, uh-huh. so that they can like you know talk to Western audiences and everything. And then like I just and then it, that led me to like my one of my favorite groups in general and my favorite K-pop group, which is Red Velvet, because it was just like videos of Wendy, the, the the woman in Red Velvet who speaks English, just speaking English, and I was like, I'm in love with her. <laughs> I love this woman. And then I went and listened. So that I backwards got into it because I was like, I'm in love with this woman. Yeah. And then I went and listened to the music and I was like, oh, it, it's all a bop. Every single one. It's a hit. <laughs> and it, that was just from like me for like two hours one night just being like, I started out at McElroy fan animations and ended up at Red Velvet. Like falling like... in love with a K-pop star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you're right. I mean, like YouTube can absolutely do that. Like, yeah. especially if, you know, like that's. You start seeing real numbers come in if you're if, if you're a creator. You start really seeing views count up when YouTube is pushing it. You know, yeah, like they're like the recommending algorithm. it or whatever. And like, I get why. You know, yeah. like someone might have discovered you know my weird shit because they went down some weird rabbit hole that was entirely unrelated to calculus or toy making. You never know. <laughs> Um, should we go to the pit and come back play a game? Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Wee! Woo! We love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmi's listeners. It's Josiah. And, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of the show, but we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our Tee Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars' Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the House Star Wars is a store on T Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. Bye, Bye. babies. How Star Wars is it? Doom, doom, doom. Admiral Black. And we're Um, back. I, this is Mike speaking. Welcome back to How Star Wars is it? Can you tell our voices (laughs) apart, listeners? (laughs) Um, I'm Josiah. I have the game for this week. And the game this week is called... Related videos. Oh, wow. I didn't even know it was about that, and I kind of introed it in my <laughs> last question. Yeah, no, but don't worry because you haven't, like, ruined anything. I, I sort of went a different way than specifically YouTube rabbit holes. But great, as great, great, we great, all great. know, it is very easy to tumble into YouTube rabbit holes thanks to their related sure. videos section where their algorithms suggest videos that you may like based on the video you're currently watching. And YouTube is not unique in this. Another platform no. that recommends things based on what you already like is Spotify. Yes, it's your Spotify game. It's my Spotify game that I've wanted to do for, for a long time, and yes. I finally found a way to shoehorn it in. It's so, okay, here we go. Up. In this game, I'll give you the name of a band or an artist, and you have to tell me what appears in the top three of their uh, fans also like page. Great. And I have an example here. Uh, when I Googled, or when I Googled, see, it's just like YouTube, like it's like mm-hmm. synonymous with search. When I searched on Spotify for the Beatles, they came up, and then I went to fans also like, and the top three were John Lennon, George Harrison, and Paul McCartney. That makes um, sense. Now, uh, poor you Ringo. Get, you'll get three guesses per artist. If you get all three of them, you get all the points. 
But if you guess any that are not in their top three, you get no points for that one and you lose that guess. Um, If you guess their number three, you get one point. If you guess their number two, you get two. And if you get their number one, you get three points. Ten. Okay. Also, this is according to Spotify. I don't know how they determine, and I'm sure it's all just data-based. And some of them are kind of whack. Like, so for this Beatles example, the fourth is Beach Boys. And the fifth is Ringo Starr. <laughs> Great. I was going to say, when's Ringo showing up? Yeah. This is going to be this is going to be good because I literally just had a conversation with Charlie the other day about how um, I don't know music. And she was kind uh-huh. of saying that as like a dig slash joke. But it is kind of true because I, I, I know I know a little I know some of the Beatles because um, I had friends who liked them in, in high school. Uh, but because I was a good Christian boy, I <laughs> didn't like if music came out between like. Pretty much before <laughs> 2000, yeah. I kind of have no idea what it is. And it's, and if it was uh, like not – if it came out before 2008 and it was like between 2000 and 2008, if it was pop music, I might know. Uh-huh. But it's probably only from cultural context because I didn't actually listen to it. So this well, will be very I think exciting. you're going to do okay in this week's game of, of um, related videos, which since it's the Spotify game, I should probably call it Fans Also Like. Well, so here's we'll play I, this again because I think this is fun. <laughs> I was going to say, when we, if we ever do a Spotify episode, you have to do this for YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, you're going to know all of these artists. I'm certain Great. of that. And here is why. You might even get the pattern after the first oh. artist. The first artist is Green Day. <gasps> Great. Okay, Green Day. Let's see. So you get see. three guesses. Yeah, fans, you might And you know like... what I'm going to do? I'm going to add this here. You have to make your three guesses, and then I'll tell you if they're right or wrong as a collective after okay, you're sure. done guessing. I'm going to say mm, Green Day. I'm going to say My Chemical Romance. Uh, All American Rejects, and I don't think this will be one, but it's my gut. I'm just gonna say it. Fallout Boy, maybe, but probably not. So I I don't have Spotify pulled up right now, but I did write down like the top like seven or eight or nine. Um, All American Rejects was in their top ten, but it was number seven, and then <sighs> Fallout Boy and My Chemical Romance were not even in that list. It, I'm it, stupid. I, I did remember seeing. I'm an MCR idiot on there, but it was at something like 10 or 11. I, I think. needed, I needed to go. I needed to go earlier. I needed to go back. <sighs> Fuck. Everyone is going to rip me to pieces on Twitter. So the number one was some 41. What? The number two was good Charlotte. And oh. the number three was Billy talent, which who I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. I, I should have said, I, sh- I should have said good Charlotte. I, I, I don't think some 41 is very green day no, in know. my memory. That also doesn't on track. This list, here's, here's probably who I would have guessed is the offspring. Sure. Um, that wasn't in the top is. three though. The next ones are Billy Joe Armstrong. Simple yeah. plan. All American rejects was the seventh bowling for soup. Blink one eighty two. I probably would have also guessed blink. Oh, 182 blink. I, okay. See now I'm getting in the headspace. I'm getting yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Green Day. The next artist on the list is Josie and the Pussycats. Hell 2001. yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, now this is going to be interesting because so far, both the examples we've had, people in the band or related to it have also been in the top right. three. So um, maybe Counting Crows uh, because Adam Duritz. Uh, I'm going to say, I kind of want to say Blink-182 because that's kind of what they were going for. But I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say Adam Schlesinger because he was one of the writers. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, I'll just go ahead and say Blink-182 since that's what they were going for. Okay, so none of those were in the top three. <laughs> and in fact, none of them were even in like the top like seven or eight. I, I think I did see Adam Schlesinger on that <laughs> list like way down I it. I suck but at this game. The number one, which like um, we I think we talked about this in the episode, is Letters to Cleo. Oh, that singer the, was yes. The I should that would that should have been an easy one because she is literally the singer. Yeah, yeah. And then number two was Fifi Dobson, and number three is the Donnas. No idea who those two artists are. Well, that's going to be a common thread as we continue on. Great, because <laughs> there's a lot of names that I was like, huh? this is this is so great because this is like the. Uh, thing I was most ashamed that I couldn't do that like my older <laughs> yeah. brother was really good at when like indie like when he was like starting to be a cool hipster and like yeah, learning all like these bands he'd be like bands. yeah knowing bands and, and being like oh yeah they sound like this or like a ver- this version of this <laughs> and I could never and still can't do that yeah and this is great because it's just like really hitting that uh uh really soft spot yeah right 
Okay, the next, I suppose artist is the right term, but it's more of like a collective with a number of albums, is Veggie Tales. <laughs> For those of you listeners at home, yes, these are all Hisui topics that we are covering. <laughs> you might also like, oh man, that's great. This one you I are not. Have... You don't even stand a chance at this one, I don't think, because it's like really fucked up and things I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, so it's not like other cool Christian artists? They're, well, those are like deep on the list, but sure. the top three, I, I couldn't tell you if they are Christian or not. Well, then I'm just going to say Newsboys, Reliant K, and like Audio Adrenaline. <laughs> None of those. Um, however, deeper in the list, I think uh, number six was Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, that um, should have been an easy one. Number three is Dora the Explorer. <laughs> okay. Number two is Cedarmont Kids. What? Question mark. And number one is Go Fish? Question mark. That's a card game. I think for that one, we just go ahead and move on. I think yeah. for this next one, you do have some I've gettable answers. I've gotten zero points. You have gotten zero points. You are true. You are true. <laughs> I am true. I am true. Um, okay. This next one is not exactly the topic of that particular episode, but the creator of the topic, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ah, uh, yes. Our In the Heights episode. Um <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. If you like Lin-Manuel Miranda, you might like Jason Robert Brown. Uh, you might like Davi Diggs. He's in Hamilton. Jason Robert Brown is a composer, a musical yes, composer, yes. for those who don't know. And let's There's a see. lot of song cycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. What else? I'm going to say probably another. Hmm. Who else is in that that does their own music? I don't know. Uh, I'll just say Patrick and Paul because it's another musical thing. I so none of those were on the top three. God damn it! But um, I'm gonna give you three more guesses for that, and that's the only clue I'm gonna give you. It's what? not even a clue. Uh, but clipping. Like, you you used really good logic for all of those guesses, and I'm just gonna let you try more. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Steven Schwartz. It's more a musical per person. Um. Fucking uh, the like, I, I just cheated and I went to it because I wanted to see. And I just named I just named the wrong I named yeah, the wrong right. people the wrong from Hamilton. Hamilton yeah, the number three was Ben Platt. Fuck, number I hate that guy so much. Number two was Leslie Odom Jr. and number one was Anthony Ramos. Wow, that's crazy! I can't believe that those guys are over Davy Diggs because he's like has real music. Anyway, whatever, strange. Yeah, right. I I you know Leslie like, Odom Jr. I, has music. I think um. Something about it is like on the Hamilton cast album, the individual performers are credited sure. per song. So like it might have something to do with that. I, I don't know. Yeah, that tracks. Also, David Diggs normally, he, he when he does his own music, it's as his band clipping. So that's probably uh, why. Okay. Continue. Philippa Sue and Christopher Jackson were also up there yeah. too. Um, okay. Dang. I should have got that. <laughs> Another creator of a Hosui episode topic. Bobby Boris Pickett. <laughs> and here's, I'm just going to tell you now, you're not going to get any of these, but if you just invent a name that's sort of in the same realm as Bobby Boris Pickett or some other like Halloween novelty sounding name, you yeah, might yeah, come yeah. close. <laughs> okay. What about like, uh, crash bang Willie? Keep going. Um, the swing in seven and Dracula and his son. <laughs> okay, none of those were in the top three. Crash Bang Willie was number four, though. Oh! <laughs> um, number three was just a name. It's like John Zacherl or Zacherly. Um, but number two is Don Henson and the Rigamorticians. Great. And number one was Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. <laughs> Fantastic. They don't make them like that anymore. Uh -uh. You know? Okay, and our final entry in this week's episode of related videos slash fans also like is John Williams. Oh. Composer John Williams. Well, this is interesting because this will, this will kind of test one of our little theories about how um, what's-his-face is a poor man's John Williams. Why can't I remember his name right now? We just talked about him the other day. What's his fucking name? Hold on. I got to look it up. Everyone, shut up. Cool it. Danny Elfman. There we go. Um, I'm going to say Danny Elfman. Uh, I'm going to say Stephen Schwartz. That's 
a musical slash Disney person, so probably not, but maybe. And Hans Zimmer. Um, you again. I'm gonna give you the same Hamilton rules here. None of those are in the top three, but you did really good guesses. Keep on that train of thought. I don't know any more composers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'm just gonna cheat again and go look. <laughs> John Williams. John Philip Sousa. I don't know who these people are. Wait, that's a different John Williams. <laughs> wait, how do, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there we go. This is the John Williams I'm looking for. Well, I also don't know who any of these people are. Who's I don't know who Thomas Newman or Alan Silvestri or Alexander Desplat is. Thomas Newman is a film score guy. He did like the most recent James Bond movies and he did like Shawshank Redemption, I think. Alan Silvestri has done a million things too. Um, sure. I'm sure they're all... Oh, he's an Avengers guy. Back to the Future, too. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Back to the Future. Um, Forrest Gump. And then uh, Alexander Desplat has done a lot of shit, too. I think he did uh, Shape of Water. Well, um, well, everyone, Mike just really made me look like a real ding-dong <laughs> and showed everyone that I don't know any music or artists and that, I, uh -huh. that my brother was right about me. <laughs> it's funny though deeper on that list I think number five was Michael Giacchino which I would have thought were higher just because he's like so popular right now with like mainstream popular movies I don't know um, who that is either so we'll maybe have to do this again sometime with easy, either with easier bands that like aren't quite so weird and obscure like Veggie Tales, or you do one for me and I'm gonna I do also one for am you, bad at it. And I'm going to make you look like a real idiot uh -huh, yeah. and it'll be revenge. Except I'm going to do it on you. I'll, I'll make you do a YouTube one where I just say the name of a YouTube video and you have to tell me if you, any of the related videos inside. <laughs> Well, that was the game. That was the game. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, what are we doing? We're talking about YouTube.com. Yeah, yeah, dot com, right. It's dot com. It's dot com. Another <laughs> random Homestar Runner Funniest reference. Like, that, that like type of joke is uh, something I still think is really funny today, but boy, oh boy, did the, like, 2000, oh, so what, good. 2004, 2003 version of me, like, really fucking go head over heels for that joke. Yeah, it's great. It was of Homestar Runner doing the intro video for his own website and they were shooting it like a like they had cameras and a real set and everything even though these are flash animated cartoons and he says welcome to homestyle10.net and the person quote unquote behind the camera said it's dot com and he goes oh wait welcome to homestyle10.net it's, it's dot, dot com, com. <laughs> so it's funny. very good <laughs> We're going to have to do a Homestar Runner episode we soon. Will, I'm, I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm feeling it. Uh, let's see. YouTube, for all the reasons we stated, let's see. It's, it's not like, it's not high, but it's not super low. It's going to be in that mid-low range. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. It doesn't have a hero. You know what? Let's 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 fall back on the rubric. I was right? literally pulling it up as you were talking. <laughs> Thank God for the rubric. Okay, Mike, real quick. Go ahead. Um, as you're pulling up the rubric, I'm just going to. Okay, Mike. Yeah, Josiah. I've got Cactus Rhapsody pulled up. What is the first recommended video? For, oh, interesting. For Calculus Rhapsody. Um, is it I Will Derive? You're close. It's Acapella Science, Bohemian Gravity. Uh, Made seven years ago. Because our assignment was based on an existing Calculus YouTube music video called I Will Derive. Of course, based on I Will Survive. This is kind of weird. I don't know how the, the recommended works anymore because now the side is like most, it's like some videos that are kind of related to yours, but mostly it's just channels I already watch or oh, yeah, videos right. I've already seen. And I'm like, how do I get to the ones where it's like, this is similar videos, you know? Yeah, anyway, right. Do you, uh, we, we got that rubric pulled up. We got it. My favorite is when Calculus Rhapsody shows up and everyone's recommended and everyone comments. It's recommended now. What's going on? Yeah, it's, it's so funny. So it's like the weirdest thing because I'll get the same comment like every day for months at a time. Yeah. That's like, LOL, posted 2009, recommended 2019 or you yeah. know, whatever. Okay, are there character archetypes on YouTube? Here's a trope. There is um, the comments. Sure. 
And comments have archetypes. There's either people who love your thing or people who hate everything about you. <laughs> yeah, and are just mean for no reason. Which actually, that might be a later category here. Black and white, good versus evil, clearly defined. I think that is like mm, pretty mm-hmm. solid, actually, because there's good and bad shit on YouTube, both from a content standpoint and from a like fan interaction standpoint. So I think that yes. gets like a... Seven? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll, 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 I'll believe that one. Going back to character archetypes, um, I mean, sure, you know, there's like brand identities now of like different channels, but I think that's maybe like a low-ish score. Yeah. Like a four? Uh, three. Yeah, maybe like a, maybe like a two? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll say three. That's a, that's a callback to our 100 episode, everyone. Yeah. Um, is there sneaking around? Is there stealth? I would say no. No? Other than trying to avoid getting your video taken down for like sure. a copyright thing. But, but normally you're trying like to one. get views, you know? Yeah, right. Is it a hero's journey? Absolutely not. The story of YouTube becoming what it is was a bit of a journey, but I don't know if it's a hero's journey. You know, if it's heroic, you know, because they're kind of evil now, yeah. as every Let's company is. one. Like, like, oh, yeah, one's good for me. Um, is it a composite? I would say it's yes. nothing if not a composite Absolutely of, a of composite. other things. Um, it's not in the same way that Star Wars is, where it's like a synthesized piece of art based on other art. It is yes. just like devoid of any synthesis. It's just like a thing that people so put high, their art but on. not highest because yeah, it like is six? yeah, like a six. Yeah, six feels right. Is it a movie? Is it a narrative? <laughs> no, no, it has movies and narratives, but it's not one. And itself. you can go down little rabbit holes that it, you can make your own narratives, but it's yes, you making YouTube. a narrative. YouTube. I'm going to give that a one. Yeah. Do people have a big fat fucking opinion? I think we know they yes. do because yes. of the comments. How about we say like eight for that? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, universal awareness. Is everybody aware of YouTube? I'd say like for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's, I'd say probably maybe in the middle a little bit because well, no, I'd say it's pretty high because I, I, probably everyone who knows about Star Wars knows about YouTube. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so like what? Like a seven, an eight? Yeah, maybe a six or seven. I'd say a seven, yeah. Okay, let's do seven. Um, and then does it have bangers? YouTube has an entire yeah. music like entity. Um, I'd so say I would it's got, say it houses bangers. It houses. It does not necessarily produce them, but it has them within it. Yeah. What, like maybe a like six? A, yeah, I was going to say like a five-ish, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that crunches our numbers out to four and four-ninths. Wow, the rubric <laughs> truly is yeah. really good, because I was thinking around a four. Yeah. Well, and should we do, fact, let's do a unit of measurement. because I was thinking around a five, and the fact that it's like literally 4.444 is between four and five almost exactly. Once again, thank you to Andrew, our listener who sent us that, because you saved our butts. Several times. <laughs> um, I'm going to do, so for, for my, let's see, for my unit of measure, I'm going to do, what's like YouTube stuff? I'm going to do smash that like and subscribe button. That's exactly buttons. what I was thinking. Here, I'll, gonna, I, I'll do a like do, button. If you do smash that like button, I'll do ring that bell so you make sure you get a yeah. notification whenever yeah. we make a new video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring that bell. Leave a um, comment below. There's That's so what I'll much, do. I'll do comments below. <laughs> there's so much weird YouTube culture that we didn't even talk about, like kids uh-huh. YouTube and like the, it's uh, whatever. But anyways, I'm going to give it four. Smash that like and subscribe button, baby. Yeah, and I'm going to give it five comments below, which statistically speaking, two of them are good and three of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, and one of them is a death threat. So look out. Well, hey, uh, I think it's about time to start wrapping up, right? We're, we're, we're trying to keep our episodes a little tighter, especially since Point. last week we did a, a two-and-a-half-hour one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. And send us an email, please. Please. podcast at gmail.com. And give uh, us a five-star review, please. Please. <laughs> Uh yeah, give us a five star review. Leave us steal your friends' iPhones. Do all that stuff. You can find me and Mike's uh stuff in the comments for our social media and the places we do things. Yeah, I think I'm looking now. Actually, I think our did we go think, platinum? Yeah, we went platinum on I the, think on our the podcast. Twitter, store? We're like really close to 200 followers, which again, like oh, cool. in the grand scheme of the internet, means basically like we have zero. But like. Get your friends to follow us. And while you're at it and you're stealing their phones to follow us, steal their phone to give us a review. <laughs> yeah, do both. Just go ahead and steal more stuff in general. Um, Please do tell your friends about the show if you think yeah. they would like to listen to it. And if they do already listen to it, tell them to keep listening to it. Yeah, we really, that's that's the most important thing. We want you to keep telling 
your friends to keep listening. Yeah. Well, I think that's everything, right? Oh yeah. You can speaking of YouTube, you can look at my YouTube if yes. you want. <laughs> Toy videos are very good. Go watch them. Um, but then yeah, like we always say, we love you. Wait, I forgot. I feel like I haven't said it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye in oh, a long time. Yeah. Well, it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, you. And may the fourth be with you Bye bye <laughs> Time okay, for well, Tabby Bye Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I haven't said it So let me just go ahead and say it And it's my contractual obligation, obligation From PBS My contractual obligation <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>